people are seriously attached to their masks, the military couldn't wait to get their own woke commercial. And there is an unholy alliance that we've talked about many times, BLM and the Palestinians. All today, Eric's America. You have come to the right place. Hope you love America. Hope you're tired of the same thing all day, every day. Bringing you a different point of view. Bringing you the right point of view. From an everyday American, recorded all over. No agenda, just America. Hello and welcome back. A beautiful Tuesday afternoon. It is really nice. Finally, finally. Uh, you know, it's a little weird. I thought we were supposed to be... Um, I thought the earth was catching on fire. Apparently that's not the case anymore. Because uh, most of the country has been pretty cold up until this week. Uh, it seems weird because uh, summer's not that far away. So, I don't know. A little strange. But... On the other hand, uh, a lot of things around the world are on fire. So maybe that's what they mean. Maybe that's where they were uh, talking about. Because it does seem to be um, a lot of uh, things on fire at the moment. That is for sure. Um, crazy, crazy things going on. Uh, first thing is people, uh, you know, they finally are starting to drop the masks. Um, you know, after the CDC came out and, uh, you know, pretty much said... Uh, the same thing everybody knew. I mean, if you're fully vaccinated, I guess it makes no sense whatsoever. Obviously, uh, you know, that's the reason you get a vaccine is so you can have an immunity. And, uh, you know, they've came out and said many times, well, even if you don't have a full immunity, uh, even if you do happen to catch it, it's going to be much less dangerous. So why is everybody wearing a mask? The only problem with that is the fact that there's a study listed on the CDC website. That basically says cloth face masks do nothing, which most of us already knew. Uh, but you're not allowed to say that. You get in a lot of trouble if you say that, apparently. Um, it's really weird. Very odd uh, that it's literally posted there. And, and there's an article there about how uh, in 1918, everybody wore cloth masks around their face. And it did absolutely nothing to stop the, uh, the flu uh, pandemic that happened in 1918, which, again, was a respiratory virus. So... You know, but people are severely attached to them. And it is exactly what we thought, exactly what we knew. It's all been, you know, the battle lines have been dropped. Uh, David Hogg, who's just a leftist nitwit, uh, who apparently was going to make a pillow and then figured out he wasn't going to be able to make a pillow. I don't know what the hell that was about. Uh, he just wanted to try to, uh, you know, somehow hurt Mike Lindell at my pillow, I guess. Um, I just want to let everybody know that's a terrible idea. Um, creating a business or a business model that's literally just uh, just to somehow be vengeful, usually not the way businesses are built, by the way. Just, uh, just a little nugget of information. That's not how you build a business. It's not how you get a business idea. It's like, well, I'm just going to screw somebody over. Those usually don't work. Um, usually comes from a place of, you know, recognizing a uh, demand in an area, recognizing that you can make something better, whatever it is. Uh, usually that's how you build something, uh, not just uh, coming out and saying, oh, oh I'm going to get this guy. That doesn't work. It doesn't, by the way. 
But anyway, people are severely attached. So he came out and said, well, uh, I'm not taking off my mask because I'm scared. People might think that I'm not a leftist. And so the mask is uh, great for that. Um, when the hell did it become so normal? I mean, this is the real problem. When did it become normal for everybody's face to be covered? Personally, uh, speaking from a personal point of view, uh, I was actually robbed at a convenience store. I was working as a cashier at a convenience store uh, not long out of high school, so it has been a few <laughs> few years ago. Just a few, yeah. Uh, I was robbed at gunpoint. So, you know, uh, people wearing masks over their face uh, is not exactly a, uh, a winning combination for people that have experienced that sort of thing. It's like, well, I ultimately distrust people uh, with face masks, uh, in public because usually they're up to no good, but apparently it's all good now. That's, uh, how we are going to identify ourselves from now on. Uh, you want to identify where you stand politically at all times. Uh, so therefore you better get a mask on. So it's absolutely stupid people like him. Uh, and then you have people like, um, Joe Scarborough. I like to call him Joe dumbass over that song about how he just really needs to keep his mask. If you're on airplanes, if you're on buses, if you're on public transportation, uh, wear the mask. You still are expected to yeah. wear the mask. And actually, for your own health, you should still wear the mask. I got to say, in the future, uh, I mean, I haven't gotten the flu in a year. Why, uh, why am I going to start wearing a mask on, uh, stop wearing a mask on planes? That just right. makes good common sense. It's a good uh, idea. Yeah, except uh, maybe, Joe, um, why don't you just take, you know, 10 or 15 minutes out of your day? Uh, I know you're not actually doing anything of any consequence, so I know you have the time. Um, and you could go on the CDC website, because I know you're not going to read anything else. And you can read the article about how cloth face masks do absolutely nothing for the flu. None. Nothing whatsoever. Um, yeah. And uh, they've had a lot of years to study it because uh, the study comes from 1918. So, you know, been a year or two. Um, so there was time to really figure out the data, I'm sure. Um, but these people are idiots. Um, and then uh, another idiot uh, on CNN uh, was just really worried. And I do really worry. Now we're going to be potentially going to grocery stores or other settings where they could be exposed. So if you're taking your kids to the grocery store or somewhere else, try to go at a time when there aren't a lot of people around. And if there are a lot of maskless people walking around, you suspect that some of them could actually be unvaccinated, maybe leave and come back later. Oh, yes, that sounds great. Yeah, we should make everybody terrified uh, that there might be people out there that you have to see their entire face. Now, I do realize that sometimes in some areas, this could be a thing because there are some scary looking people. Okay. And uh, so it could possibly be a thing. Um, but that's probably not the best way to do it. It seems pretty bad. Um, maybe we should just uh, go back to uh, the fact that we want to see people's faces. You know, uh, humans are hardwired, by the way. This is a, a, a cool thing. Uh, there was a show for a long time about uh, brain, uh, just about the human brain and the different things about how we see things, how we process things. And one of the really interesting things that I found from it is the fact that we really, as humans, really search to see faces because that's a familiar thing. 
we want to know people are familiar, we want to know that we're among other humans. It's I guess it's a, a base response, a, a survival instinct from uh, you know the ancient past when you know we were literally uh, trying to just survive day to day literally just survive and seeing another human face was uh, uh, a joy because it's like wow there's another human face it's not a uh, it's not something that wants to kill me necessarily and so that's why people have and and your brain works the same as mine everybody else's uh, you will see uh, a, an arrangement of rocks or arrangement of different dots or whatever and you see a face in it because your brain is wired to see that and it's actually pretty detrimental not to see that so, uh, yes, these people have a mental disorder. They want to keep their masks at all times. And, uh, you know, it's it's really, uh, really detrimental to your mental health, honestly. And But do they care? Of course not. It's all about tribalism. Got to get in the right tribe. You got to wear the mask uh, if you're in our tribe. And if you're in the other tribe, we know you don't wear masks. I mean, it's just bizarre. Um you know, these people should actually do something and possibly, possibly actually do something. And of course, the vaccine uh, hoopla has obviously um, ramped up even more. And there are people, I mean, it's whatever. I've, I've been vaccinated for pretty much everything I can think of. Um, but I, I've said it many times. I had COVID. I recovered. I have antibodies. I don't need the vaccine. I mean, I already naturally got the same thing the vaccine's going to do for you. There is no reason for me to do this. And there should be no reason to force other people to do it if you've had it recovered. And it, honestly, if you don't want to take it, that's on you. I mean, it's it's a you problem, you know. And you know, my whole thing is if that's the decision you make, you realize you weigh the risk and say, hey, there's a good chance that I could catch it. Um, but, you know, that risk goes way down when a whole lot of other people around you are either immune through natural uh, contraction of the uh, virus and recovery or whether they're vaccinated. Well, the chances of you getting it go down as well. And if you have natural immunity or through the vaccine, I guess you're not going to catch it. These are all things we all know. We know how this stuff works. We've been talking about it, you know, in some form for years. That's, you know, the reason we don't have smallpox anymore and all these things. It's fine. Um, but people are just insane about it. They're absolutely insane. Uh, there's a lady, uh, this person on MSNBC talking about how we should force people to do it. For all of the companies in America who say they want a better society, and they say it all the time, the one thing they actually could do, which they have been unwilling to do thus far, is to actually mandate vaccination. It baffles me to this day, given the trillions of dollars that was pumped out directly to businesses to help them during the pandemic, that the one thing they've been unwilling to do thus far is to help themselves and to help society by mandating the vaccine. I was not aware that that's what businesses were around for. Were you? I was not aware of that. When did businesses become the arbiters of public and social policy? That seems weird. I, I believe, now I could be wrong, I could be way off my rocker, but I believe that businesses are there to either sell a product or service. Now, maybe some of these products and some of these services do help the general welfare of the populace, but they're not there to be the arbiters of right and wrong. They're not there to be the arbiters of social or medical policy in any way, shape or form. It's stupid. 
This is what socialism looks like. And you're listening to a socialist that says, no, we need to align everything. The government needs to mandate everything for businesses. They need to. It's all about making it better for you better for you. You're just too dumb. You can't make your own decisions. Nobody can. Only us elitists can make the decisions for all you little people. And since you're so dumb, we're just going to strong arm all the businesses and strong arm all the entities everywhere to beat you over the head because you're just too dumb. You can't be making your own decisions. That's why we don't do it. It's It blows my mind that these people have a a large platform to talk about things like this and nobody says what the hell are you talking about you're an insane person shut the hell up i mean people like me do but you know not exactly have the uh <laughs> the reach of uh you know a large media company um uh, but it gets worse msnbc uh this past man they just went completely off the rails they found some of the dumbest people I've ever heard. Here's someone asking, I mean, why do people have so many rights? Jeez. Why is it controversial for, I mean, I understand, you know, a right to privacy and a right to freedom, but I don't have a right to go to my workplace unvaccinated. I don't have a right to send my kid to school without testing him to make sure he doesn't become a vector for disease. I mean, what, has this debate gone too far in the, I mean, people, sure, you can do what you want, but it doesn't mean you get to go on with your pre-pandemic life if you're not willing to carry your burden in society. Wow. Um, it's hard to get that stupid. It really is. I think you have to try. I think that is one of those things that you have to study hard and really, really practice at it to be that stupid. How can you make such a dumb statement? I mean, you know, come on. I mean, I know you have rights, but no, you don't. Why do you have so many rights? You don't have the right to do that. Uh, yeah, actually, we do. I just, I don't understand these people. They are just dumb really 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 dumb and uh the next part of this is uh fauci started getting in hot water and we've talked about the connection you know the nih uh you know funded peter daszak's uh you know basic gun uh you know gain of function research that everybody agrees is a terrible idea it is a horrible idea and why is it so terrible well you're taking viruses and diseases that have not yet infected humans. They are animal-based diseases that don't jump from that animal to a human. And what they do is they manipulate it in a lab to allow it to infect humans. Now, you can already see why this is probably not a good idea. Why? Because people are doing it. And inevitably, if a person is doing something, there is room for error. And that's why most of the world, not all, but most of the world has said, you know, no, don't do that. We don't want you to do it. Inevitably, something will get out. There's going to be a mistake made. Somebody's going to get infected. And then we have some crazy virus that was created in a lab that's going to infect a whole shitload of people. We're going to have a pandemic. A lot of people are going to die. And this is probably not good. Right? But the thing is, they went around this. They went around it. They found a back door into it. And they ended up funding through Peter Daszak's uh, company, funding 
the Wuhan lab that everybody knew was doing this and everybody knew that it wasn't safe and knew something bad was going to happen. Knew it. To a certainty knew it. And so, of course, Fauci, this is his dream. This has been his dream for a very, very long time. He is a guy who thought he was going to cure AIDS and was really, really pissed that he didn't. He had terrible, stupid ideas about it. And he really thought he was going to be the guy to cure AIDS and just go down in the annals of history. And that didn't happen. This was his next wet dream. COVID. COVID was his time to shine. This one, he was going to get right. And then, after he flip-flopped on everything imaginable, flip-flopped on every bit of advice, every bit of medicine, every bit of everything, he just took both sides, hoping one of them would obviously you know, go right, and therefore he would somehow become a hero, um, forgot the fact that the internet exists, that researchers exist, and they're going to track down what the hell happened. And so the first mistake anybody made was sending Peter Daszak, you know, one of the guys that literally, and I played his clip where he's talking about how easy these viruses are manipulated and how you can do it, literally bragging about the research that was going on on novel coronaviruses in China and how great it was. And they sent this guy to investigate it. Well, everybody said, wait a second, we've seen this guy. We know what's going on. So people start following the trail. And of course, Fauci gets nailed down about it. And I'm sure you've seen the clips and everything of, uh, you know, Rand Paul trying to nail him into a corner. And, you know, he starts uh, first, he starts, you know, yelling about, no, it's not true. And then he kind of, you know, backtracks and says, well, you know, we might have given some money to somebody who did something. But, you know, we weren't directly involved. We didn't know anything. And of course, nobody believes this. Nobody does. Everybody starts going, well, wait a second. This guy's the guy who essentially had a hand in creating this. And now he's the guy that's on the, you know, front lines of somehow curing it. That seems a little odd. But then he had to pivot. He just couldn't stand going from St. Fauci to villain Fauci. He just couldn't quite handle it. So he had to pivot really need to push the blame somewhere else. And of course, in perfect, crazy leftist fashion, Fauci found the exact culprit, the one who really caused all these deaths from COVID. Let us promise ourselves that our corporate memory of this tragic reality, that an infectious disease disparately hospitalized and kills people of color does not fade after we return to some form of normality. Righting this wrong will take a decades-long commitment. Of course. You didn't know? COVID's racist. Jeez. It's racism that's killed all these people from COVID. It's not me. I mean, we didn't have anything to do with creating a virus, doing exactly what the world as a whole said not to do because it's dangerous and it could cause a pandemic and kill a bunch of people. None of that has anything to do with it's racist. I just 
you know, when you talk about really, really going big on trying to deflect, that's a good one. It's just racist, this virus. I mean, it's it's white supremacist virus, really. I mean, white supremacists created it. You know, they have their little meetings and they burn their cross and, and they create COVID. I mean, it's normal. That's what happens. Everybody knows it. Come on. That's what happens all the time. It's it's really unbelievable. Um, the fact, I mean, if he wasn't already completely discredited as a absolute total buffoon who has said, you know, everything and every possible answer, he's like, it's like listening to one of those old uh, choose your own adventure books where you get like four different versions, you know, all the different possibilities and you choose one and go read it and then you choose a different and go read it. That's Fauci every day. He's like, well, well, wait a second. What what ending can we try today? You know, what what avenue can we try today? What did we try last week? Well, let's do the opposite of that. Well, next week we'll try something completely different. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, everybody could have saw through this anyway. But unfortunately, uh, way too many didn't. And they just listened to him. And they're like, oh, well, you know, he's just so brilliant. Ask him about AIDS and see how that went. And then now COVID. I mean, he's just not good at doing what he does. It's, you know. It happens. Some people aren't really good at their chosen profession. It does happen. We just try not to, I don't know, glorify it maybe. Maybe that's what we need to stop doing. But, uh, you know, they took another uh, hard shot this week with uh, COVID. uh, Because, of course, Fauci and, and Biden, all of them just were up in arms about Texas reopening and getting rid of the masks and how it was just going to be a total disaster and then yesterday reports for the first time in over a year zero covid deaths none not one down to zero on covid deaths lowest uh, infection rate lowest hospital hospitalization rate um yeah so now what what's fauci come out with tomorrow i would say by the end of the week fauci is going to be saying well i think really what we should do is just get rid of everything because apparently it works and that was my idea from the beginning i just couldn't say it you know i think you know it's a little racist but i think we should get rid of all of it you know what i mean that's what we're gonna hear i'm sure of it because obviously i mean he just takes whatever side that he thinks will keep him popular I mean, I'm not sure that's how it works, is it? I mean, your doctor doesn't give you a diagnosis of just what you want to hear. That sounds terrible. That sounds like a really bad idea. And I don't care. I mean, if he does come out and say that we should get rid of everything, that's probably the right answer and where he should have been. And that's not the point. It's not the point of fighting back against what he says. It's just the point of watching him just squirm and find any way he can desperately hold on to some kind of fame and notoriety. He just doesn't care. It doesn't matter how many people actually die or what it does to anybody. That's not the point, and that's where you're missing the point. The point is to keep Fauci in the spotlight. He loves it. He's been wanting it for, you know, many decades And he finally found the one thing that could keep him in the spotlight. And so he's going to flip-flop on anything to keep himself there. That's why you shouldn't listen to Fauci Says. It's a bad, bad idea. Terrible idea. Speaking of terrible ideas, boy. um, I will admit, I have to admit, I, uh, my favorite TV show of all time, I think I've mentioned this before, was The X-Files. Love it. 
And I always thought it was interesting because the way it was written, it is about some, you know, crazy things sometimes and out there kind of things. Uh, a lot of it was based on stories that have been told over the years or, or different things that have been reported to the FBI, different things like that. But it was written in a way that you're like, man, this almost could be believable. And then it kind of started freaking me out uh, over the last four years when you started seeing all this uh, crazy uh, inside stuff with like CIA and FBI and all these conspiracies to get these crazy dossiers that are absolute garbage and make up all these things and go raid people's homes that haven't really broken the law. And, and you start to think, well, maybe they were onto something more than we thought, you know, maybe there are people behind the scenes in the deep state that really do run things and doesn't matter who's president. You know, you start to think about things like that and you're like, wow, you know, they might have had things kind of figured out more than they thought. You know, it was just some writers making up stuff and wow. Well, they always say, what's the line? Uh, the truth is always stranger than fiction. And in this case, it really is. <clears throat> but now, uh, apparently, the other parts of the X-Files may have been right on, which is kind of freaky for me, especially. Uh I don't know if you saw 60 Minutes over the weekend, but here's just a couple clips. Um, maybe we should be checking out what the hell is going on with UFOs. A Navy air crew struggles to lock on to a fast-moving object off the U.S. Atlantic coast in 2015. Recently released images may not convince UFO skeptics, but the Pentagon admits it doesn't know what in the world this is. Or this. Or this. It's crazy. And then the guy said, well, this isn't weird. This is happening all the time. And literally in his words. These are images of objects it can't identify. Lieutenant Graves told us pilots training off the Atlantic coast see things like that all the time every day every day for at least a couple of years um, wait, wait a minute every day for a couple of years mm -hmm. so why aren't we worried about this now this is i mean a lot of people will go nuts and be like oh wow now we got a conspiracy theory these aren't people that are exactly conspiracy theory people these are people that are in the military they're deep in the pentagon and they're finally coming out and saying, listen, this stuff's real. We have no idea what's going on. Um, we can't. This is way above, above our pay grade. Here's a guy talking about the capabilities of these things. You know how this sounds. It sounds nutty, wacky. Look, Bill, I, I'm, not, I'm not telling you that, that it doesn't sound wacky. What I'm telling you is real. Imagine a technology that can do six to 700 G-forces, that can fly at 13,000 miles an hour, that uh, it can evade radar, and that can fly through air and water and possibly space. And oh, by the way, has no obvious signs of propulsions, no wings, no control surfaces, and yet still can defy the natural effects of Earth's gravity. That's, that's what we're seeing. <laughs> I, uh, that one cut off a little too early. So that's what we're seeing. That is crazy. That is crazy town. Uh, but it is something that people have been reporting for years. And they're all, you know, told they're crazy, nut jobs, tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists. Um, I mean, it's just bizarre. And I never, I didn't know that in my lifetime I'd ever see people literally 
from the Pentagon, from the inside, saying, yeah, this is stuff that's going on, and yeah, we don't know what it is, but we really need to figure it out, and it's happening more and more often. Uh, that is a terrifying possibility, and the possibilities from that are, you know, really mind-bending. Uh and I think I really need to start doing a different podcast because I would love to talk about this stuff. It's so interesting. It's so cool. And it has been an interest of mine for years because I just, I'm of the opinion that it is true uh, human arrogance to think that we are the only intelligent life form in an infinite universe, which, you know, kind of is the, uh, I believe, the Fermi paradox. I believe that's... Uh, what it's called the uh, the official is the Fermi paradox. It says, yeah, there's just uh, there's not really a scientific way to say that we are the absolute only ones. You know, we are the absolute only intelligent uh, beings in a infinite universe. And there's other theories. There's other theories out there um, about what could be going on, what it could be, and uh, it's just really bizarre. But instead. You know, we're worried about whatever the hell we're worried about and not worried about these things, which, you know, it's starting to get pretty crazy when the military comes out and says, hey, listen, this stuff's happening all the time. We're seeing it all the time. People have been seeing this stuff for, you know, 70 years. This isn't something that just showed up, obviously. If you've uh, researched it in any way, shape or form, you know, this is stuff that people have been reporting for 70 years. And, you uh, you know, nobody knows really what it is. But one thing you will take from this, there are people out there saying, oh, well, it's probably Russia or China have this technology. Uh, I can, even not having any, you know, intelligence, uh, you know, information or anything else, I can flatly tell you that is absolute garbage. It is not. There's no way in hell. And not just because I think the U.S. would be the one to have the most overwhelming technology, uh, which obviously we have for a long time. Uh, and we spend more money on military than anybody else in the world. And we have the most advanced military and other capabilities. That's not just the only basis for that. The other reason that I know this is not another country having technology that's way beyond ours is because then that country would then take over the world. There would be no reason for them not to. There are no... Uh, benevolent uh, dictators and crazy regimes. You really think if uh, Xi Jinping had technology that would literally decimate anything that humans have ever imagined that he'd be like, yeah, we're not going to use it. <laughs> it's going to fly around and kind of kind of screw with people and uh, you know just have fun with it. Yeah. Putin Putin would be like, no, I mean, you know, Russia's kind of depressed. We don't have the greatest economy. Things are a little rough. But we have this technology that just could decimate anything on the planet. But eh, it's going to kind of keep it to ourselves. We're not going to worry about it. I mean, why would we tell anybody? Think about that for a minute. Obviously, it's stupid. It would never happen. People that are in that kind of, if they even had anything close to it, they would be waging war on a massive scale. And, you know, we would be trying to learn how to speak uh, you know, Mandarin or Russian because they would literally take over the planet. There would be nothing to stop them. There is nothing that could stop it. So, therefore, we know that this is not what's going on. There's something else going on. And what's really freaking me out is something that not a lot of people have talked about before the last maybe decade 
is about the underwater capability and they're always going in the ocean. And, you know, that's very interesting to me because uh, one of the things that we don't know a lot about is our oceans. You know, people talk about this, especially the climate people. It always bugs me when they're like, oh, well, it's going to kill the ocean. It's going to do this in the ocean. How do you know? You're not studying the ocean. This is one thing that we are terrible at as human beings. We're not exploring deep parts of the earth and we're not exploring our deep parts of our ocean. We are not. We can't. We don't have the capability to do that, first of all, which makes this very intriguing, uh, is the fact that we don't even have the technology to explore the depths of our own oceans. Maybe we should start there. We don't have the technology to explore the deep recesses of, you know, inside our earth. Maybe we should check that out. Maybe we'll find, and I have, I'll just send this out as a hypothesis, that oil, I'm tired of it being called fossil fuels because this has kind of been debunked. It keeps coming up in different places. We keep finding it in different areas all the time. And the fact that you that people are still believing that it's just the carcasses of dinosaurs that's going to run out was a myth. It was a myth that was started when oil was first discovered to make it seem like a very finite resource to drive the price up instead of something that naturally occurs in our Earth's core that then rises to the top, which is probably more aligned with what really is going on with oil. It's very interesting. We don't know a whole lot about our own Earth, yet we seem to be able to espouse great conspiracy theories and great grand ideas about what's going on with it. And now, obviously, we don't know what's going on outside our Earth either. I'll be right back. Have you heard words and phrases you don't understand? or don't know the meaning of? Well, here's your answer. It's the new leftist to English dictionary from Eric Core. We help you make sense of words and phrases or let you know they have no meaning. Have you ever heard things like this? Brock and I think it's a right for people that bad at kept care. And not have any idea what it means? Well, you're not alone. We don't either. Well, that's why we created the book, to let you know you're not alone and not knowing what something means. It happens all the time. Many words and phrases that leftists say, we have no idea what they mean, or maybe we do. That's why you have to buy the Leftist to English Dictionary from Eric Core. We'll help you out anytime you hear interesting phrases like, a whole of government approach really means they just want to rob you blind and pay their friends and donors and help them get rich. It's a resource that is invaluable and will help every responsible family in these trying times. The Leftist to English Dictionary from Eric Core. Buy today. Save tomorrow. Eric Core is not responsible for any side effects from this product. That includes depression, anxiety, uncontrollable laughter or crying, anger, head injuries, or any unapproved use of this product or its definitions. The Leftist to English Dictionary. Buy it today. You'll thank us tomorrow. All right, and I'm back. So you would think, as we're talking about, that the military would be very, very interested and on a mission to figure out what the hell these things are, where they're coming from, what's going on, how can they do all these things. But no, no, you know what? You know what, the military, here's Lloyd Austin, uh, I guess the head man at the Pentagon now. Um, he's got some different ideas of what the real problem is. 
No nation can find lasting security without addressing the climate crisis. We face all kinds of threats in our line of work, but few of them truly deserve to be called existential. A climate crisis does deserve to be called existential. Really, that's weird. That's weird because it wasn't long before this that he had a different idea of what the main problem was. And if confirmed, I will fight hard to stamp out sexual assault and to rid our ranks of racist and extremist. The job of the Department of Defense is to keep America safe from our enemies. But we can't do that if some of those enemies lie within our own ranks. Oh, so it's white supremacists that are the problem. Or is it the climate? Climate's existential. You know what seems like an existential threat? I don't know. Let me run this by everybody. You know what sounds like a true, true existential threat? I don't know. Maybe craft that are harassing military who are going into um, military airspace, restricted airspace, that any other vehicle on this planet that we know of would be shot down and destroyed if it entered. Um, maybe that would be a problem. Maybe the fact that it can disable our weapon systems at will. I mean, some of these things seem existential, don't they? But no, this buffoon, this idiot, is worried about climate. I don't think the climate's going to be your biggest worry if there is some sort of invading entity or whatever is coming. And I know that sounds crazy, except the military's talking about it. It's insane. It is really, truly crazy. Those should be the things that we want as Americans, as people. We want our, our you know leadership, especially our military, to be worried about. We don't care we don't care if they're worried about what somebody read on the internet. We don't care about any of that. What we do want is we pay a lot of freaking money. We pay more than anywhere else on the planet for you to do one job. Protect and defend. It's real simple. And we pay a extreme premium for that. More than anywhere else on the globe, we pay a very, very high price to be the best, the brightest, and the most technologically advanced. And if there's something out there that is well, well above what we have, we need to figure it the hell out. But instead of that, we're making awesome, amazing ads. You're going to love this. The military did not want to be outdone by the CIA. They had to get something out there. Here you go. This is the story of a soldier who operates your nation's Patriot Missile Defense Systems. It begins in California, with a little girl raised by two moms. Although I had a fairly typical childhood, took ballet, played violin, I also marched for equality. I like to think I've been defending freedom from an early age. When I was six years old, one of my moms had an accident that left her paralyzed. Doctors said she might never walk again. But she tapped into my family's pride to get back on her feet, eventually standing at the altar to marry my other mom. With such powerful role models, I finished high school at the top of my class and then attended UC Davis where I joined a sorority full of other strong women. 
But as graduation approached, I began feeling like I'd been handed so much in life, a sorority girl stereotype. Sure, I'd spent my life around inspiring women, but what had I really achieved on my own? One of my sorority sisters was studying abroad in Italy. Another was climbing Mount Everest. I needed my own adventures, my own challenge. And after meeting with an army recruiter, I found it. A way to prove my inner strength and maybe shatter some stereotypes along the way. Okay, so, uh, you know, all that had to do with the military, right? And the opportunities for the military and what they were going to do to protect people. Oh, wait a second. It didn't have any of that. Who the hell cares? So you had a privileged life, I guess. And you're like, oh, I have too much privilege. I need to join the military so I can really, really break stereotypes. What? Who gives a shit? Can you do your job? Are you good at defending and protecting America. Why don't you go do that? That is a noble calling. Shut the hell up about the rest of it. None of it matters at all to anyone. It's not supposed to matter. That's what you don't get. It's not supposed to matter. Who cares? It, it's infuriating. Because... We have, apparently, an existential threat that is not, no Lloyd Austin, you dumbass, is not the climate or the weather. Those are two things that I'm pretty sure bombs and missiles aren't going to do a hell of a lot to change. We do have growing problems all around the world that our military probably should be taking notice of, especially when they're being, uh, I don't know, watched every day according to them, watched and tracked every day by things they don't know what the hell they are. Maybe you should spend your time figuring that out. Just saying. Oh, boy. It is really crazy. And they go on. You know, there was a group that was created. It was called Space Force. And everybody laughed about it and said it was so silly. Oh, it's so stupid. Maybe they could be very well uh, equipped to start to, you know, just research this topic and find out what the hell these things are and why they are, you know, watching us every day and what their capabilities are. But, you know, they're not worried about that. Here is Lieutenant Colonel who has been relieved. He was commanding a unit for the Space Force, but he had the wrong, wrong ideas. Since taking command as a commander about 10 months ago, uh, I saw what I consider fundamentally incompatible and competing narratives of what America was, is, and should be. Uh, that wasn't just prolific in social media uh, or spreading throughout the country uh, during this past year, but it was uh, spreading throughout the United States military. And I had recognized uh, those narratives as being Marxist in nature. Oh, they were Marxist in nature. Oh, I can't imagine where they could get any of those ideas. Um, you know, just from academia and apparently the leadership at the Pentagon. Oh, yeah, BLM and all that. Yeah, there's, I mean, there's a few Marxists around. Uh, but yeah, he's been relieved of duty because, you know, he said, well, I didn't really get into this whole Marxist ideology, especially in the U.S. military where we're protecting, I don't know, freedom and liberty and, you know, uh, we're sort of against Marxism, you know, that whole thing. And so are we going to find out what these things are? I mean, 
any other time in history, I would say, yeah, somebody's working on getting to the bottom of it. Now, no, they're too busy trying to get the next box checking recruit from their stupid ads and spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on these stupid, ridiculous advertisements because they know they are Marxists. That's what Marxists do. It's all about propaganda. It's not about actually solving anything. It's all about their party, their party stance. Marxism is always about enriching the elites and starving everyone else in the name of equity, not equality. It's always a terrible idea. It's never been done right. It's always done wrong because it can't be done any different. It is what it is, and it is absolute shit. We know this. We know this because every time they bring up a point, they sound like special needs people. That is why it is a terrible idea. If it sounds stupid, it is stupid. And that is not what we need to be following in any way, shape, or form. And we all know this and have known this for a very, very, very long time. And you know what? Now we move on to what's going on with all this around the world when it comes to terrorism. Terrorism's back in a big way. Oh, it's on the rise. What I find very interesting, I think everyone should find this very interesting. You know, there is this large country in the East that apparently has, um, I mean, they have a lot of problems other than poisoning the planet because they are very good at that. Just uh, if you have a minute or two, just go and look and see what the Chinese fishing fleet are doing to the oceans. Yes, they are decimating them. They are the epitome of the worst on the planet for destroying it. They are polluting the planet and polluting their country to where it will be absolutely uninhabitable very soon. And they are trying to do the same thing with the oceans because they don't care. They don't believe in any of it. It doesn't matter. None of that matters. It's just about what the party wants. But they are very good at being racist and bigots. They're very good at that as well. I find it very funny, though. All these different groups are all yelling about the U.S. and Israel. Well, the last time I checked, do we have concentration camps in the U.S. or Israel that are just for Muslims? No. Isn't that weird? That's very odd. So the two countries that these people rail about all the time and want to blow up and take down and suicide bombs and all these things aren't actually oppressing any Muslims. There is a very large country that expressly, expressly discriminates against Muslims. They put them in concentration camps. They rape them. They force feed them alcohol. They work them to death. They make slave labor. Isn't it really strange that none of these hypocritical frauds that run all these great terrorist organizations or all these Middle Eastern countries say not a damn word? about China. Isn't that weird? Isn't that funny? It's almost like they don't believe a fucking thing that they say. They are frauds. They're hypocrites. They don't believe in their actual ideology. They certainly don't believe in their religion or supporting the people that they claim to care about. They're all frauds, liars, and fakes. Period. The mullahs in Iran, bullshit hypocrites. They don't believe a damn word of it. I know they don't because there's actually a country that is suppressing Muslims, that is 
putting them in concentration camps. That is perpetrating a genocide, and they don't say a damn word about it. So now, yes, you've been exposed. You don't believe a damn word of anything you say. You are absolute hypocrites, frauds. Tear off the turbans, throw away the Quran, and just come out and say that you just hate America, and you have nothing to do whatsoever with a religion. Period. You've been exposed, obviously, as a bunch of lying hypocrites. And supposedly, you don't like those lying hypocrites. Well, you're wrong. And you're just a big-ass fraud. You're all frauds. Sorry, I get a little heated. They're all aligned with Hitler, apparently, though, which makes them just great people. Now, can you imagine... These people who align with Hitler and praise Hitler, love the fact that they were killing the Jews, are completely fine with their uh, supposed Muslim brothers that they're always crying and bitching about and moaning and bemoaning are being locked up in concentration camps in China and being systematically, you know, genocided. No, that's not a problem. That's completely fine. We love China. They're great people. These are just some of the, I mean... I don't know, just some of the worst people on the planet, I guess. I mean, what else do you say about them? If you actually believed a single word of anything you've ever said, why wasn't Osama flying uh, flying planes into buildings in China? I don't know. What's his problem with America? What was the problem with the American people? Were we, you know, systematically exterminating Muslims in America? No. Huh. That's weird. That's really odd. So what is the alliance? What is the alliance? I don't know. It seems like, let me think. I I guess it seems like they're aligned under an ideology. Well, that's weird. That's really bizarre. Let's listen to uh, Adil Raja. Uh, he is a contributor for CNN, a freelance uh, contributor. And he just has some interesting things to say. Let's see. We'll go back a few years. The only reason I'm supporting Germany in the finals, I guess uh, we're talking about soccer or something. I have no idea. I don't care. Uh, He said the only reason he's supporting Germany in the finals is Hitler was a German. He did a good job with those Jews. Wait a second. I thought conservatives were the the Nazis. That's weird. Is there a lot of crazy conservatives and right-wingers that contribute to CNN? I don't think so. Oh, uh, another tweet uh, a little bit later was Hail Hitler. (laughs) I mean, this guy really goes all in. And then just the other day, boy, I tell you what, the other day he really had a gem. He said, you know what the world needs today? (laughs) They need a Hitler. (laughs) Wow. Such a great guy. Uh, That's still up on Twitter, by the way. That's not offensive. It's completely fine. Hey, Twitter, uh, I just found out that you are Nazis. Um, I mean, I already knew you were. But apparently you have no problem. You support it. No problem whatsoever. And guess who else you support? You love the terrorists around the world who are also uh, very fascistic. Uh, they love Hitler. They love to kill Jews and, you know, Christians and uh, anybody else that's just, you know, white. And uh, they're absolute, complete, and total frauds, just like you. Isn't that funny? So here's uh, how this is all connected. It's all connected because BLM, wait a second, I thought that was, 
about American I don't know. Let's listen to this uh, lady. This is back from October at a rally in Rhode Island. And this is kind of long, and we'll probably stop it a few times throughout this. At first, she's going on about the police and all that. Let's check this out. I don't know about you, but this seems uh, sort of like those uh, crazy, um, you know, uh, things you see from Al Jazeera and all that, where all the people are in the streets and chanting death to America and kill all Americans and all that. It sounds really familiar. I wonder if they wrote her script. Uh, She goes on. We're going to talk about some more of this, too. Oh, by the way, she says when you got so many people come together, we have the power. Uh, there's like a hundred people at this thing, maybe two hundred. So, yeah, you don't really have the power. I, I don't know if you've noticed. There's three hundred thirty million people in the U.S. Uh, so, a couple hundred, not really the tipping point. Not really the tipping point at all. But she goes on. She gets really, really, uh, uh, yeah, she, yeah. What the hell are you talking about? Now she's on about people that did well in school or were on sports teams? The hell does that have to do with violence against black people? The hell are you talking about? This is how you know these people are unhinged. She doesn't have a point. I mean, she got some people from, you know, ISIS to write her some crap down, you know, to form her narrative, uh, you know, so she could get that out there. And then, of course, because there is no point to it, she just starts rambling on about dumb shit. But by the end of this, you'll see how it all comes together. But, yeah, uh, now it's about people that are, uh, you know, uh, sports, you know. Uh, stars or good at school those people are bad too and uh we go on you don't have to control your anger well you sort of do there is jail Built on racism, built on murder, built on 
Oh, yeah, nice, peaceful person. Okay, I'm going to stop right there real quick. Yeah, that's definitely a bunch of crap from ISIS or whatever terrorist organization wrote or talking points for. Um, I hate to bust your bubble, uh, mostly because you're ignorant. Um, this country was not built on the backs of slaves, period. End of uh, stop, Full stop. It was not. At all. End of, end of argument. Was not built on the backs of slaves. Was not. And I'm quiet because there is no rest to that argument. It's just a lie. And you're stupid because apparently you bought into it and you didn't use any critical thinking skills to actually go and find out about the founding of the country because you don't care. All you want to do is apparently mass murder people because you need to take over this country. What right do you have? What claim do you have to this country, by the way, that you think that you have the right somehow to mass murder all these people because of what? Of a lie? Well, of course. See, I believe that the terrorists got smarter. They said, you know, going in and trying to bomb these places, well, that pisses off the, uh, the Americans and they send uh, planes with bombs and they like to completely decimate and kill a whole bunch of us and the ones they catch, they throw in prison. Maybe well, that's not a good idea. Maybe we should just infiltrate these stupid idiots on college campuses that are indoctrination camps, and we'll just get them to do it for us because they're stupid enough to do it because, obviously, we're not educating people anymore. We're not teaching people how to think. It's Man. And this is fine, by the way. This is fine. This is still up on YouTube, by the way. Easily found. You know, because it's not hate speech when you're talking about mass murdering big swaths of the U.S., I mean, you are very, very evil if you say, well, you know, maybe we shouldn't do that. Maybe we should, uh, you know, believe in freedom and equality. Oh, you're a terrible, terrible, horrible, racist, uh, you know, genocidal maniac. But, I mean, if you're actually talking about killing most of America, you're fine. You're fine. Go get your flag and set it on fire and chant death to America. Oh, wait a second. That's the terrorists. Well, that's fine. It's all the same. It does tie in here. She goes on. Uh, there's some uh, other clips in here. And that might not be today, it might not be tomorrow, but be fucking ready. And everyone has a role to play in the revolution. Oh, you figured out, why would you? So we got this stupid bitch talking about, uh, everybody should go get a gun because we have the Second Amendment. No, you don't. 
You've just renounced the U.S. You don't believe in the Constitution. So, no, you don't get to avail yourself of the rights that you don't believe exist because they're all racist. Sorry, it doesn't work both ways. You notice how big hypocrites, I mean, all these people are hypocrites. The same I'm talking about all the leaders in the Middle Eastern countries are a bunch of lying hypocrites that are big fakes. These people are big fakes. Isn't that weird how they suddenly, when backed into a corner, like, oh, this country's horrible. We don't believe in any of them. We need to tear it all down, burn it all down, kill everybody. And then they're like, Oh, but we have rights. Well, no, you don't. You just said you don't believe in any of them. So, no, we're not going to allow you to avail yourself of them if you don't believe in them. See, we came to this agreement a couple hundred years ago that says that, hey, we're going to have all these rights. We believe that everybody naturally has all these rights. The problem is if you don't want to stand up and defend and support them and work to form a more perfect union, well, then we don't want you to have those rights. You lose those rights by deciding to try to burn it down and kill people. Isn't that funny? See, it's, it's just a little agreement that we have. This is, hey, you have many, many natural rights. But see, when you get up and you start trying to kill and murder and burn it all down and destroy it, well, those rights are going to go away. We've decided as a group of people that, hey, maybe... Maybe, just maybe, we're not going to let it happen. Maybe both ways. We're not going to allow you to say, hey, I have the right to do all this and you don't have the rights to do anything because we're going to kill you. Well, see, it doesn't work both ways. But that's the ignorance of these people. That's why they're frauds. They want to play both sides of the fence just to get themselves power. They are power-hungry morons. They're all morons and frauds and fakes and hypocrites. And that extends from all these jackasses in this crowd to all the terrorist organizations and all the terrorist-ran countries. They are all frauds, hypocrites, and morons. And they don't believe a damn word they say. Here, let's go on, and this will tie it all together here at the end. Well, why should you go buy a gun? You don't believe in the Second Amendment. And here we go. From Palestine to USA, our telepod has got to pay. That's the check. That's really weird. And if you didn't catch the chant. Why would a group of concerned citizens in the United States, specifically focused on police brutality and American racism, chant about Palestine on the streets of Providence, Rhode Island? Oh, that is weird. Why would they do that? From Palestine to USA, the cops have got to pay. That's weird. What does Rhode Island have anything to do with Palestine? What does BLM have to do with Palestine and Palestinians? Huh. You think maybe just possibly that they could be, I don't know, uh, all arranged together from a same single ideology, which is everyone just hates the fact that America is free and they're jealous. You know, because if they believed that, you know, fighting oppression was actually the goal. Well, I believe they'd be in the wrong country and they'd be talking about the wrong country. 
See, there's many countries around the world, a whole hell of a lot of them in the Middle East, that uh, they don't believe in equality or rights or any of that. They like to just hack people up and kill them. They're really, really good at enforcing, you know, their version of law and their version of justice and killing a whole hell of a lot of people if you step out of line. And all these people that are out there, most of them that are all standing out there, you know, celebrating trans rights and LGBTQ rights and all that, um, they wouldn't survive a minute in Iran, Iraq, Afghanistan. Uh, They just kill them. They like to just kill those people. Well, that seems weird. Why would they be aligned? Well, that's because they're morons. Again, they're morons and hypocrites and fakes. So they just buy into the narrative. So they're out there chanting about Palestine. They don't know a damn thing about Palestine and Israeli. I mean, they have no clue about this conflict. And they're just being led like little moron sheep. And they're just out there chanting it. Why? Because they don't have a fucking clue. They're ignorant. And how do you find this ignorance? Well, you get it from people like, uh, oh, this lady at NBC, Emma Vigland. She, this is where you get, this is how you get it. This is the ideology. It ties it all together. Hamas is no more of a terrorist organization than Israel or the U.S. government. If killing civilians is the criteria and targeting of ethnic groups The claim. The U.S. and Israel meet the same standard. Colonial, anti-Brown violence is given legitimacy based on power. Well, that seems weird there, uh, Emma. Emma, maybe you should do some research and find out who actually oppresses brown people, gay people, oh, even Muslims around the world. And I can tell you where the hell it isn't at. It's not in the USA. So maybe, just maybe, you should take five minutes from writing stupid, retarded shit online. Maybe just a minute. And actually do some research. I know that's hard to ask of somebody who apparently is definitely not up to the IQ standard that needs to be able, that you need to be able to read. Obviously. It is sad. It is disturbing. Because I believe, unfortunately... We are about to see things that will pale, that will make 9-11 pale in comparison. I believe that we are about to see mass terrorist uh, attacks and hits all across the U.S. And they're going to come from BLM, Antifa, and they're going to be backed by people like Hamas, by people like Iran, and people like ISIS. Why? Because they're all aligned in an unholy, stupid alliance because none of these people actually care about anything they actually say they do. It's only about hurting the American people because they've bought in to an ideology that says it's okay to hate the one nation on this planet that actually fights and has fought and died for freedom and liberty. They are misguided, they are not smart, and they're ultimately not genuine. And I think it's time to stop, you know, somehow dancing around it, being nice, being whatever about it. That's, those times are over. It's done. Because you're about to see some terrible, terrible things that are going to absolutely horrify this nation. And unfortunately, the morons that are in power now 
are completely aligned with it and are completely fine with it and they will do nothing. They will be feckless morons to stop it. And I hate to be this, uh, you know, horror, I mean, you know, to sound like a horror show, but it is disturbing. These people are all aligned. They are Nazis because they're praising Hitler. They're all fine with all this. They don't actually care about anything that actually, uh, you know, would actually touch their ideology that they claim to believe in. They believe in none of that. It's all about destroying me, you, and the country, unfortunately, and they say it out loud every day. And yes, I know most people would like to think that that's not possible, but unfortunately, uh, apparently it is. So unfortunately, I don't have a huge positive message for today. I hope things change. I hope enough Americans wake up that we start to combat this and call it out for what it is and call out these countries for what they are. We really need to. We need more voices. I'm trying to get mine out there because this is a message that's not being uh, put out there right now, and it needs to be. It needs to be on a megaphone that people understand where all this comes from and where it's going and that our safety is in jeopardy because of it. And it's in jeopardy because from top down, They've all signed on to this stupid ideology and they're going to ride it, white knuckling it, wade off a cliff. So, but I will be back. That's it for today. I will be back on Friday. Hopefully I have a better message on Friday. I, I hope. I really do. Man, it is uh, kind of scary times, but hopefully things will turn around. I believe in the American people and I believe if these things start happening, you're going to see some a uh, massive pushback that uh, none of these people want to see. That is for sure. They're hoping that everybody are, you know, feckless morons like they are and will just follow along and believe uh, the lies. But I hate to tell you, I don't think that's the case. And I'm afraid that it's going to get uh, to a dark place. And I hope that's not the case. Anyway, uh, please remember to like, subscribe, uh, rate, and review. It means a whole lot. It means so much because obviously... Uh, the censors and, and the people in, in tech uh, aren't exactly going to be uh, jumping up and down to help promote anything, for sure. Uh, in fact, I just had uh, an ad on Facebook pulled down, and I haven't even got an explanation for why yet, but apparently it was pulled down. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, it means a lot. Uh, word of mouth apparently means a lot for podcasts. Let people know. Tell people that you think would like it. And the more people that listen, the more the message gets out there and the better for all of us and it helps uh, build this and maybe I can do more and get more in depth of things which is you know sort of the goal to uh, bring it to more and more people uh, if you'd like to send a message you can do so directly uh, there's Facebook the Facebook page for it it's at Eric's America pod uh, you can go to the website Eric's America that dot com uh, send direct messages and you can avoid all the other platforms and just listen to the podcast there if you don't want to participate in those and if you just want to send an old-fashioned email you can do so eric's america pod at gmail that'll come directly to me all of it does because well there's not staff by the way don't want to let the secret out is not a huge organization with lots of people it's just me but I will be back on Friday, hopefully with a better message and uh, want everybody to stay safe and uh, enjoy the weather because, by the way, it's not the climate. We're just enjoying the weather. Uh, just remember, it's no agenda, just America. <laughs>